0: Alhamdulillah, لله، نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا، wants to الله فلا مضل له، to be فلا who له. أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله، وحده لا شريك له. اشهد ان محمدًا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا tamutunna الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده خلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء فَقُلْ اللَّهُ الَّذِي تَسَاءَلُونَ بِهِ said إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ عَلَيْكُمْ رَقِيبًا يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا has اللَّهَ said قَوْلاً سَدِيداً law لَكُمْ been said لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَمَنْ has اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ law has فان استقل حديث كتاب الله وخير الهادي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم الامور محدثاتها وقلنا مُحْدَثَةٍ محدثه بدعه وقلنا بدعه ضلاله ضُلَالَةٍ ضلاله مرحبا بكم جميعا اهلا وسهلا اعوذ بالله عز وجل By his beautiful name To give us the success To be upon that which he is pleased And we ask Allah Azza wa Jal To guide us to that which is correct When we fall into error To make us amongst the people Who repent And acknowledge their wrong for well, there is no one from amongst us except that he falls into error, as the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he mentioned, they bani Adam hatta. wa sallallahu alaihi wasallam. That all of the children of Adam, they constantly fall into sin and error, but the best of those who fall into sin and in error, or commit sins, those who constantly repent to so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah جل, he mentions in his book, وَذَكِّرُ فَإِنَّ ذِكْرَ تَنْفَعُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And remind, for everybody, remind the reminder benefits to believe. And the reminder is that which one knows and has knowledge of. That even still that which one knows and have knowledge of He or she is in need of the reminder of that man. And the best reminder that one can give is the reminder of the purpose of creation And that which is connected to it As Allah Azza wa Jal He mentions after that وَمَا خَلَقَتُ wal وَالْإِنسَ illa لِيَعْبُدُونَ And I have not created the jinn of the mankind except to worship me. So this is the greatest reminder. The reminder of the purpose of our creation. And that is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah azza wa jal, he sent the messengers calling to the worship of him subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. As Allah, as, as Allah Azza He mentions, وَمَا أَرَسَلْنَا مِنْ قَبِلِكَ مِنْ رسول إِلَّا إِلَيْهِ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَى أَنَّ And I have not sent from before you, from a messenger, except that we revealed to Him that none has the right to be worshipped except for me, meaning Allah, therefore worship Me. Also, Allah Azza wa He mentions, وَلَقَدْ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةِ الرَّسُولَىٰ أَنِعْبُدُوا اللَّهِ وَاجْتَنِبُوا الطَّاقُوتِ فَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ هَذَ اللَّهِ وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ حَقَّقْ عَلَيْهِ الدَّلَالَ And indeed we have sent in every nation a messenger proclaiming, worship Allah and avoid the worship of the false deities. amongst them we have those whom Allah guided. And amongst them are those who are entitled to misguidance So we see from both verses Allah Azza wa Jal messengers to call the people So worshipping him alone Subhanahu wa ta'ala And avoiding the worship of the false deity So the reminder of Tawheed And the reminder warning against shirk This is the best reminder that one can give. Rather, any reminder that comes, reminding us of our duties and responsibilities to Allah, reminding us about the importance of following the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, these reminders are the best of the reminder. In this verse, Allah Azza mentions two categories of people. Those whom Allah has guided, and those whom are entitled to misguidance, and they are astray. Those whom Allah Azza wa has guided, they are the believers, those who accepted the call of the prophets and the messengers. And those who are astray in relation to this call of the messengers when they call to La ilaha illallah, they are the disbelievers. And what was the case of those who followed the truth that the messengers came with? They were the minority of the people. And those who turned away from the message and went astray, the disbelievers, they are the majority. As Allah Azawajal he mentions, إنه الحق من ولكن أكثر الناس لا يؤمنون. Indeed, it is the truth from your Lord. However, the majority or most people, they do not believe. When the messengers came with La ilaha illallah, the majority of the people did not believe in them. Rather, it was the minority. They were the few of the society. As the majority of the people rejected them, turned away from the call to worshipping Allah, Subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah And being obedient to the messenger who was sent And this is the sunnah of Allah Jalla and his creation That the people who follow the messengers They are few in comparison to those who are in opposition To the messengers Allah azawajal, He mentioned And this is an important point here وَمَا أَكْفَرُ النَّاسِ Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions in Surah to Yusuf describing the state of the people. And most of the people, although you strive for it, they are not believers. This establishes that the people of falsehood are more than the people of the truth. When we look at the comparison of the Muslims to the non-Muslims, the non-Muslims outnumber the Muslims. Does this mean that the non-Muslims are upon the truth because they have more numbers than the Muslims? No, of course not. And we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refutes this ideology that the majority is always right. Rather, this type of ideology is found in the democratic societies. The majority is always right. Allah Azza wa He mentions, وَإِن أَكْثَرَ مَن فِي الْأَرْضِ يُدِلُّوكَ عَنْ سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ And if you were to obey the majority of the people in the earth, they will lead you astray from the path of Allah. Why so many texts coming in the Quran and the Sunnah blaming the majority showing the dangers of following the majority in all cases because this is a misconception of people that the majority rules or the majority is always right and that success is being with the majority the prophets and the messengers or the messengers when they came calling the people their followers were few, but they were the ones who were upon the truth. So this teaches us as Muslims to be firm upon our religion of Islam. Even if the majority of the people are in opposition to us. As Shaykh Abdurrahman Ibn Nasir al-Sa'di rahimahullah ta'ala, he stated, aya." على انه لا يستدل على الحق بكثره اهله ولا يضل قله السالكين بأمن من الامور ان يكون غير الحق بل الواقع بخلاف ذلك فان اهل الحق هم الاقلون عددا الاعظمون ان الله قدرا واجرا بَلَ الْوَاجِبْ أَنْ يُسْتَدَلْ عَلَى الْحَقِّ وَالْبَاطِلِ بِالتُرُقِ الْمُوْصِلَةِ إِلَيْهِ Sheikh Abdul Rahman ibn Nasr al-Sadi rahimahullah ta'ala he stated that this verse indicates that an abundance of people is not to be used as a proof for the truth nor the few people who traverse upon a matter from the matter's is, does not mean that the matter is not the truth. Rather, the reality is in opposition to that. For indeed, the people of the truth, they are the few when it comes to numbers, but they are the greatest when it comes to status and reward. Rather, that which is obligatory is that when it comes to the truth, the paths that and when it comes to the truth and falsehood Meaning distinguishing between truth and falsehood The paths that lead to that This is what is to be used To establish what is the truth And what is falsehood This speech from the Noble Shaykh Abdul Rahman Al-Nasir Rahimahullah Ta'ala Shows that The truth is not based upon numbers The truth is not based upon the majority Nor it is the minority who are upon something an indication that that matter is false because they are the minority. it's only a few of them. We have the larger numbers. The Sheikh mentioned that the reality is in opposition to that. Meaning, when you look at the history of the prophets, the messengers, who came to the people, and they called the people, and you look at the history of the Prophet Muhammad sallam himself in the beginning of his call. They were the minority calling to the truth and being upon the truth and following the truth when they were going against the majority of the people, the majority of the society during their times. So the people of the truth, they are the few in number. However, they are the greatest of Allah. The most magnificent with Allah when it comes to their status and their reward. And this is what's important. Seeking to be great and magnificent with Allah. And seeking the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even if you have to go against the majority of the people. This is how Islam cultivates us. To not just follow the crowd but rather follow the truth. And the truth and falsehood is established by way of the legislation, not by way of the number of followers. Rather the truth is what is held to be the truth by way of the Quran and the Sunnah and the way of the Salaf. And falsehood is considered to be falsehood by way of the book of Allah, the Sunnah of the Prophet wasallam, and the way of the Salaf. Allah Azza wa He mentions, "وَمَا وَجَدْنَا لِأَكْثَرِهِمْ مِنْ أهل. وَإِنْ وَجَدْنَا أَكْثَرُهُمْ لَفَاسِقِينَ" Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He said about the people of a village, "And we did not find most of them having any covenant, but indeed we find most of them to be." Criminals and defiantly disobedient to Allah Again here Allah Condemning and blaming the majority That most of them were found to be criminals And again this is the sunnah of Allah and His creation Few people from amongst the creation of Allah Hold to the covenant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Worshipping him alone, following his Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam The majority of the people in this world are disbelievers Do not let that discourage you Hold on to your religion Die upon the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And the following of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Even if you're the only Muslim left on the face of the earth Don't turn away from your religion as we have a beautiful example in our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Sahaba radiyallahu anhu majma'een as has come in the narration of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu anhu qala qala rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam inna al-islama badaa ghareeban wasaya'udu ghareeban kama badaa fatooba lil-guraba Indeed islam it began as something strange, and it shall return back to being something strange, therefore glad tidings for the strangers. In the beginning of the affair, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Sahaba, they were the strangers in their land. Because that which the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came of La ilaha illallah was foreign, and in opposition to the norms of the society, and the Muslims they faced opposition the Muslims they faced persecution the Muslims at that time they were the minority they were the strangers in their land but they held on to the religion of Allah and Allah Azza wa gave them victory for holding on to their deen worshipping Allah alone following the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned that Islam will go back to being something strange. And this is in relation to the Muslims amongst the Muslims. And we will get to that point. We find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaching the Muslims a lesson. Not to be amazed with being abundant in number. Allah Azza wa Jalla he mentions, لَقَدْ نَصْرَكُمُ اللَّهِ فِي مَوَاطِنَ كَثِيرًا وَيَوْمَ حُنَيْنِ إِذْ أَعْجَبَتْكُمْ كَفْرَتُكُمْ فَلَمْ تُغْنِي عَنْكُمْ شَيْئًا That indeed Allah has aided you in many different situations. And on the day of Hunayn, when your large numbers amaze you, but it didn't avail you in anything. What is Allah speaking about here? al hafu ibn Kathir rahimahullah ta'ala, he states, لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ فَضْلَهُ عَلَيْهِمْ وَإِحْسَانَهُ فِي نَصْرِهِ إِيَّاهُمْ فِي مِنْ غَزَوَاتِهِمْ مَعَ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ وَبِتَأْيِيدِهِ وَالتَّقْدِيرِهِ لَا بِعَدَدِهِمْ وَلَا بِعُدَدِهِمْ وَنَبَّهَهُمْ عَلَىٰ أَنَّ النص مِنْ عِنْدِهِ من رحمه الله تعالى He states That Allah تعالى He mentions to the believers His virtue upon them And His goodness to them And Him aiding, helping them And aiding them In many different situations From their battles Along with the messenger of Allah Sallallahu wasallam And that was from him Meaning the victory that was given to the Muslims During these battles Where the Sahaba Fighting alongside With the messenger of Allah Sallallahu wasallam Winning the battles That was from Allah That was by the aid and the decree of Allah Not by their numbers not by their numbers, nor by their preparation and supplies. So Allah alerted them to this matter and brought this matter to the attention that the help comes from Him. Sawa قَلَّ الْجَمْعُ أَوْ تَطْرَةِ فَإِنَّهُمْ يَوْمَ حُنَيْنَ أَعْجَبَتْهُمْ تَطْرَةُهُمْ وَمَعَ هَذَا مَا أَجْدَ ذَلِكَ عَنْهُمْ شَيْئًا Minhum. إِلَّا الْقَلِيلُ مِنْهُمْ الله الله so Allah, He reminds them and brings to their attention that the aid and the help comes from Him. This is whether the group is small or whether there is a large group. No matter what the situation, the aid and the help and the success comes from Allah. It is not based upon numbers. It is not based upon the preparation. For indeed, on the day of her name, they were amazed by their large numbers They were over 10,000 of the Muslims With the Prophet Wasallam on this day Going out to the Battle of Hunayn And it was said <laughs> That we will not be overcome Due to having a small amount of people today So they were amazed With their large number But with this That large number did not help them in anything And they had turned their backs, fleeing away from the battle except a small group from amongst them who stood with the Messenger of Allah ﷺ. In the beginning of the battle of Hunayn, the Muslims faced defeat. Even though it was over 10,000 of them, the Muslims were facing defeat in the beginning of the battle. But this was a lesson to the Muslims, to not place their dependency upon numbers. And that just because there is a large number of them, it doesn't necessitate that victory is going to come. Rather, rather victory is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As when you look at the Battle of Badr, the Muslims were a small number. But Allah jal aided them against a larger group. We have in the narration of Tawban radiyallahu anhu, Allahu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, يوشق أن تدعى عليكم الأمم كما تدعى الأثلة إلى قصعتها فَقَالَ قَائِل ومن قلة نحن يومئذ يا رسول الله قال بل أنتم يومئذ كثير ولكنكم غثاء كغثاء السيل وَلَا يَنْزِعَنَّ الله من صدور عدوكم المهابة منكم ولا وَلَيَغْذِفَنَّ اللَّهُ فِي قُلُوبِكُمُ الْوَهَنِ فَقَالَ قَائِلٌ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهُ وَمَا الْوَهَنِ قَالَ حُبُّ الدُّنْيَا وقرا وَقَرَاهِيَةُ الْمَوْتِ وَكَمَا قَالَ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمِ أن يَتْعَعْتِيَ فَوْدَاهًا رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عنه. The messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم he stated that the nations are soon to gather together against you like they are gathering to a feast. The nations are, are soon to gather together against you. Just like a people when they gather together for a feast. So one of the Sahabas they said, Is this due to us being small in number on that day, O Messenger of Allah? Sallallahu wasallam, the Prophet Sallallahu wasallam said, Rather you will be abundant on that day. However, you will be similar to the foam that's on the top of the sea. And Allah will remove from your enemies the fear of you. And Allah will indeed place into your hearts the weakness. So the Sahabi, he said, O Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what is the weakness? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the love of the life of this world and hatred for death. Here we have in this narration... The Prophet ﷺ mentioning that the Muslims will be abundant in number on this day, but still, it doesn't stop the enemies of the Muslims, the different nations from gathering together against the Muslim. Another lesson: that victory is not based upon numbers; it is based upon holding on to the religion of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Holding on to the truth of the Prophet ﷺ king. These individuals that the Prophet ﷺ is referring to from these nations, the fear is removed from their hearts. They don't fear the Muslims anymore, as the polytheists and the disbelievers of old fear the Muslims. Why? Due to the deficiency in the Muslims, and the weakness of the Muslims not holding on to their religion. So the fear is removed from their hearts and this is why they are gathering together against the Muslims even though they are a large number. Not afraid. And the weaknesses in the heart of the Muslims due to being attached to the life of this world and having a dislike for death. But the Shahid or the point from the narration is that the abundant number does not benefit them as the Prophet wasallam described some of the Muslims as being similar to the foam that is on the sea. Or rather the majority of them. What is upon us? It is upon us to follow that which Allah has revealed. And not follow the majority or what the end crowd is upon if it's other than the truth. Allah عز و جل mentioned اتبعوا ما إليكم من ربكم ولا تتبعوا من دوني أولياء تذكرون. Follow that which has been revealed to you from your Lord Follow that which has been revealed to you from your Lord and do not follow other than him any ally Little is it that you Remember and reflect. The commandment from Allah is to follow what Allah has revealed. Following the path of Allah. And not following that which is in opposition to what Allah has revealed. Taking those individuals who we follow as allies against Allah Azza wa they will not be able to help us against Allah on the Day of Judgment if we are opposing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's religion. Another verse Allah Azza wa Jal mentioned وَاتَّبِعْ مَا يُوحَى إِلَيْكْ وَاصْدِرْ حَتَّى يَحْكُمَ اللَّهُ وَهُوَ خَيْرُ الْحَاكِمِينَ And follow that which has been revealed to you and be patient until Allah makes His judgment. And Allah Azza wa Jal He is the best of the judges. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a man with following that which He has revealed, but what Allah Azza has revealed, there are no mistakes in that which Allah Azza has revealed. As for other than what Allah has revealed, then it is subjected to being correct or incorrect. But not the legislation of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. The legislation of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is always correct. Therefore, be patient upon them until the day of judgment. Allah mentions, Tumma ala wa already mentioned, "Then we have made you upon a legislation from the command. Therefore, follow it, and do not follow the desires of those who do not know." Who are those who do not know? Those who do not know, they are the majority of the people. As Allah Azawajal mentions, أَكْثَرَ يَعْلَمُونَ However, the majority of the people do not know. Again, a warning against following the majority. Because most of the people don't know. So one should never use as a proof that the majority of the people are doing such and such. This is not a proof in Islam. barakallahu. <inaudible> if the majority is upon that which Allah has revealed and that which the Prophet Wasallam came with, upon the understanding of the Sahaba, we follow them not because they're the majority but because what they are upon is correct. But to use the majority itself as a proof that such a matter is the truth or the correct way This is incorrect Allah Azza wa Jalla he mentions وَلَئِنِ اتَّبَعْتَ أَهُوَاءَهُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا جَاءَكَ مِنَ إِذَا لَمِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ And if you were to follow their desires After what has come to you from the knowledge indeed, You will certainly be from amongst the wrongdoers These texts Deals with That which is between the Muslims and the non-Muslims. However, it is not restricted to that which is in between the Muslims and the non-Muslims. Rather, even amongst the Muslims themselves, the majority of the Muslims, unfortunately, are astray. Due to what? Due to them not holding on to that which Allah has revealed in his book, and that which the Prophet ﷺ came within his sunnah. We have in the narration of Awfid Malik. رضي الله قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم على فرقة النصارى على إثنتين أمة على ثلاثة فرقة كلها النار إلا واحدة. قالوا من هي يا رسول الله في رواية قال الجماعة وفي رواية قال ما أنا عليه اليوم أصحابي وفي رواية قال السواب الأعظم. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم in this narration is on the authority of عوف بن Malik رضي الله عنه that the Jews split into seventy-one groups or sect and the Christians, they split into 72 sects. And my nation will split into 73 sects, all of them in the hellfire except for one. He said, Oh Messenger of Allah, who are they? In one wording, it is mentioned, Al-Jama'ah. In another wording, it is mentioned, that which I am upon today and my companion. And in another wording, it is mentioned, the main body. And there are different narrations upon different companions with these different words. But when put together, the meaning is clear. The Jama'ah, the main body, they are those who are upon with the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and his companions are upon. And this is important, barakallahu fiqh that we understand these narrations correctly. Because you have individuals from amongst the Muslims who claim to be the jama'ah. But in reality, they are in opposition to the jama'ah. Like jama'atul tadliqh. Jama'atul tabligh they, ca- they claim that they are the jama'ah. But in reality, they are one of the misguided 72 groups Likewise the Muslim Brotherhood al ikhwan al-Muslimun They are from the 72 misguided groups So the Jama'ah They are the ones Who are upon That which the Prophet ﷺ was upon and his companions that is the main body. So, why abu al-Adam, Ahlul Sunnah? Main body, they are the people of the Sunnah. Ahlul Sunnah, as-Salafiyun, those who follow the Salaf, who are the Salaf, Prophet Sallallahu Wasallam and his companions. These are the main body. And it's said that you have from amongst those who ascribe themselves to being from Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah that they make the main body to be a certain group from amongst Ahlul Sunnah excluding the others Allahu As one individual he said on social media to the main body the main body of Salafis in your localities or your Nam, something of this nature or the main body of Salafis in your land know your reality the main body فيكو, is Ahl-Sunnah not just one particular group of people from Ahl-Sunnah, the main body is Ahl-Sunnah this type of speech leads to further differing and separation amongst our ranks. Or when you find individuals... saying, stick to... the known... Salafi callers in your land. Or the well-known students of knowledge in your land. Stick to the well-known... and then a few names are mentioned... and then it's... and whoever is with them. I thought all of the Salafis were united... Although all of Ahlul Sunnah was united So what is the meaning of, And whoever is with them What is the meaning of that So now If they are a group of people of Ahlul Sunnah Students of knowledge Not known to have deviation in their Aqeedah or Minhaj Not known to be people of sin They are in a locality Teaching the people was correct But they are not well known They are not well known According to the standards of those who say the well-known. And there is no outward apparent cooperation, meaning they don't, you don't find them working with one another outwardly, but they are upon the methodology of the Prophet Wasallam and the Sahaba. You mean to tell me that the people who are in those communities, they can't take from those individuals, and that they have to go to the well-known Students of knowledge and they can only take for them? What are you trying to t- tell the people to do and, and teach the people? Are you trying to destroy those other communities? The jama'ah is not one group of students of knowledge or a group of scholars excluding the other scholars of the sun. As we find in the statement of Abdullah bin Mas'ud where he said, Ya Amr ibn Maymun إِنَّ جَمْهُورَ الْجَمَاءَ هِيَ لَتِي تُفَارِقُ إِنَّمَا مَا وَافَقَ طَاعَةَ اللَّهُ وَإِن كُنْتَ وَحْدَكَ He said, oh Amr ibn Maymun, indeed the majority of the mean meaning the majority of the people, they are the ones who actually separate from the Jama'ah. In the Jama'ah it is only that which is in agreement with the obedience of Allah, even if you are by yourself. Even if you are by yourself. If the person is upon the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi with the understanding of the Sahaba, he is the Jama'ah. But no, you have individuals that give the impression from their words. And this is what people are understanding. Wallahi. Dillahi thummatullahi. That the Jama'ah and the main body is only a specific group of Ahl Sunnah in the land, the well-known ones. Shaykh al Islam Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah taala he states, "Wrehad al wasala al firqa najiya <inaudible> bi anha Ahl al Sunnah wal Jama'a, wahum al jamhur al akbar wa So, for this, he described, he says that they are the people of the Sunnah and the Jama'a, and they are. The great or the greatest jamhur or people gathering and they are the main body. And Ahlul Sunnah wa Jama'ah, they are the main body. Not the, know the main body of Salafis in your land. Sunnah, they are the main body. But yet, nothing is said. he states, عن السواد الأعظم، لقَالوا جماعة الناس لا يعلمون أن الجماعة عالم متمسّك بأثر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وطريقه، فمن كان معه وتابعه فهو الجماعة. إسحاق براهوي رحمه الله He said if you were to ask the ignorant people about the main body. They will say the main body is basically the majority of the people. They do not know that the Jama'ah is a scholar who is holding on to the narrations of the father Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and his way and whoever is with him following him in that, then that person is the Jama'ah. What is the point here from the statement of the scholar? One of the uh, emma of our religion, that the that the the ignorant people, the ignorant people, they hold that the main body is the majority, and this is what some of the people who ascribe to our Sunnah and Jama'ah is this is their understanding. Wherever the majority of the Salafis are, they're not the main body. So what about the other? Salafi community that are not with that other Salafi, the main body, or the majority, or the biggest Salafi community, they are not a part of the main body. They are not the Jama'ah. As one ignorant individual, he says to one of the brothers regarding the brothers who are connected with a specific master, he tells the brothers, but they are the Jama'ah. Allahu Musta'an. Allahu Musta'an. And this is an individual who is up in front of the people. So a specific community, they are the jama'ah and the other communities of Ahlul Sunnah in America, they are not the jama'ah or whoever connected with that community is the jama'ah. So what does that means, The people who are in the other communities of Ahlul Sunnah or jama'ah, they're going to the hellfire? Because in the hadith, the Prophet ﷺ mentioned that the 72 are in the hellfire and the one that's not in the hellfire is the jama'ah. So if a person is telling a person... That whoever is a part of this community Or is with this group of students of knowledge That these are the jama'ah So what are you saying? Whoever is not with them on a particular issue That they are not the jama'ah If they are not the jamaa, Then they are from the 72 groups Or is the understanding of this individual The jama'ah is the majority Which is haqib al Describe them as being the ignorant people On the authority <laughs> of Abdullah bin Umar radiyallahu anhuma Anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qala inna Allah la yajma' ummati ala dalalatan wa yudilla ma'a al-jama'ah Abdullah ibn Umar radiyallahu anhu stated that the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said indeed Allah will not unite my nation upon misguidance in the hands of Allah with the jama'ah he when have explained First and foremost, this is in relation to the Sahaba. That Allah will not unite the Sahaba upon misguidance. And this is what Abdullah ibn Abbas, ibn Abbas he used as a proof against the khawarij. That I come from the companions of the messenger of Allah wasallam. And none of us are with you. Allah Azza wa from his virtue protected the Sahaba from ever uniting upon misguidance. After the Sahaba, radiyallahu anhum ajma'een, this is applicable to the ulama of the religion. And the scholars are in agreement that the unity of the common folk is not given any consideration. Meaning, if the common folk were to come together and agree upon something, the agreement of the common folk, this is not given any consideration. Rather, it is the agreement of the ulama that is given consideration. So, this hadith, barakallah fiqum, is not to be applied to students of knowledge, to callers in Islam. All the students of knowledge in such and such a place, they are in agreement. are up. What does that mean? That now, It's the undeniable truth because the students of a certain locality have agreed upon a matter. And then if you really was to investigate the situation, not all of the students in that particular locality agrees with that position. But it's a false impression that's given to the masses. And it is a belittlement of their brothers who are also students of knowledge People of the sunnah Individuals who follow the ulama It's a belittlement of them As if What they say Is given no consideration Because We are in agreement Do you not know That looking down Upon your Muslim brother Is enough as a sin To get you into the hellfire You have individuals saying 50 masjids Have agreed upon this situation Come on We need more To put an end to this situation Subhanallah these Numbers again Numbers again Is the matter about numbers Or the matters about the truth And what happened فيكو, To the classes That individuals taught Dealing with the mannerisms of differing The narration That Allah will not unite his ummah Upon misguidance. This is in reference to the Sahaba And then after them The ulama This is not in reference to are students of knowledge and callers and imam, and surely not in reference to the common folk. Abu Shama al-Makdasi rahimahullah ta'ala he mentioned, حَيْثْ جَاءَ الْأَمْرُ بِلُزُومِ الْجَمَاعَةِ فَالْمُرَادْ بِهِ لُزُومُ الْحَقِّ وَاتِّبَاعُهِ وَإِنْ كَانَ الْمُتَمَسِّكْ بِالْحَقِّ قَلِيلًا وَالْمُخَالِفْ كَثِيرًا لأن الحق الذي كانت عليه الجماعة الأولى من النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وأصحابه ربي الله عنهم ولا نظر إلى كفرة أهل الباطل بعدهم. <coughs> Excuse me. أبو شامر المطسي رحمه الله تعالى he mentioned. Hence there has come the command of holding on to the جماعة. And what is intended by holding on to the Jama'ah, it is holding on to the truth and following it. Even if the one who was holding on to the truth is the minority. And the one who was in opposition is the majority or the many. Because the truth is that which the first Jama'ah was upon. From the Prophet sallallahu wa sallam and his companions, may Allah be pleased with them all. And one is not to look at the abundance of the people of falsehood after them. So the point, barakallah fiqum, is what is in agreement with the truth, not the numbers. Holding on to the jama'ah means holding on to the truth, not holding on to the majority, or being with the incline. This is what we find from the statements of the ulama. We have the narration of Muawiyah radiallahu anhu, qala samithu Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, yuqool, la yazalu min ummati umma qaima bi amri Allah la yuduruhum man khazalahum wala man khalathahum hatta yaitiya amrullah wahum ala zanid. لا تزال طائفة من أمة ظاهرين على الحق لا يضربهم من خالفهم ولا من خذلهم حتى تقوم الساعة. On the authority of Muawiya رضي الله he said, I heard the Prophet صلى say, "There will not cease to be a nation from my nation established upon the or uh, establishing the commandment of Allah." They will not be harmed by those who abandon them nor by those who oppose them until the commandment of Allah comes and they are upon that. Another wording, they will not cease to be a group of my Ummah apparent upon the truth. They will not be harmed by those who oppose them nor those who abandon them until the hour is established. Sheikh Al-Albani rahimahullah ta'ala he said about this narration, La أن الذي أو الذين يعرفون هذا المنهج a الأبيض إنما هي house of التي تحدث النبي صلى الله عليه the عنها في حديث house of عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من house of the house of قوله عليه الصلاة والسلام, لا تزار طائفة من أمتي ظاهرين على الحق لا من خالفهم حتى تقوم ساع. ولا من خالفهم هل هم من المسلمين أم هم الطائفة القليلة المنصورة The shaykh says May Allah have mercy upon him There is no doubt That those who know This pure white methodology it is only the victorious group, the one that the Prophet Wasallam spoke about in many established widespread narrations on the Prophet Wasallam from routes that there is no doubt concerning these narrations being established. And it is the statement of the Prophet Wasallam: they will not cease to be for my nation a group apparent upon the truth they will not be harmed by those who oppose them until the hour is established. The says, they will not be harmed by those who oppose them. الْكَقْرَةِ Are they the majority or the abundant ones or the ones who have a lot in numbers from amongst the Muslims? Or are they the few small victorious group? The says, Hadith سَرِيْحٌ فِي ذَلِكِ ولذلك فلا يكون هم أحدكم أن يكون مع الأكثرين لأن الله رب العالمين يظم الأكثرين في غالب آيات القرآن الكريم لمثل قوله ولكن أكثر الناس لا يعلمون ولكن أكثر الناس لا يشكرون وإن تتأثر من في الأرض يدلوك عن سبيل الله وَلِذَلِكَ يَنْبَغِي أَنْ يَكُونَ هَمُّ أَنْ يَكُونَ مِنْ عِبَارِهِ الْقَلِيلِ مِنَ الطَّائِفَةِ المنصورة؟ نَعْم The shaykh goes on to say May Allah mercy upon him The hadith is clear regarding that And that is The concern of one of you Should not be That you are with the majority Because Allah, the Lord of the creation has blamed the majority in most of the verses in the Noble Qur'an. Like in his statement, however, most of the people do not know. In his statement, however, most of the people are not grateful. And in his statement, and if you were to obey the majority of those in the earth, they will lead you astray from the path of Allah. Therefore, in the he says, Therefore, it is befitting that the concern of one of us is to be from the few servants of Allah, from the victorious group. The words of the noble scholar sheik al Perhaps one may say but so and so this is his opinion and this individual his status is such and such and such and such. What we have learned from the scholars of Ahl-Sunnah al-Jama'ah is the principle al haq la yu'araf bil-rijan the scholars of Islam have taught us that the truth is not known by the men. Rather, it is the men who are known by the truth. Also the principle قُلْ يُؤْخَذْ مِنْ قَوْلِهِ أَوْ يُرَدْ إِلَّا الرَّسُولِ That everyone, his statement can be accepted or rejected except for the messenger صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ The point here is that the truth is not based upon fame truth is not based upon status do you not see that the first of the followers of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam they were the poor people of the of the society not the nobles of the society not the people of status in the society so because the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was followed by the poor people does this mean that his dawah wasn't correct, and that Islam wasn't correct because it was the poor people who were following Islam. No. When Heraclius was questioning Abu Sufyan, radiyallahu and at the time he wasn't a Muslim, he asked him about the followers of the Prophet Salallahu alayhi sallam Are they the most? Are they the nobles of the people or the weak of the people? And Abu Sufyan said, Bel du'at, bel he said, rather, they are the weak of the people. He said, Karla, or Heraclitus, he said, whom at the Rusul. These are the followers of the Masjid. These are the followers of the Masjid. So the truth is not based upon a person of status having a position. So therefore, it's the truth. Because so and so, his, his level of knowledge is such and such. Or his status is such and such. Well, such and such has been praised by so-and-so in the life. The truth is not based upon this, the Quran of Allah. And if anyone is making the truth about that, then no, they have opposed that which the scholars they teach us. Who was it, may be whatever the person name. We do not attach the people to the personality. Rather, we attach the people to the truth. The scholars of Ahl Sunnah wa Jamaa, Shaykh Rabir, Sheikh Ubaid, Sheikh Mohammed bin Hadi, Sheikh Saleh Fawzan, Sheikh Luhaydan, Sheikh Abdul Mursen, Sheikh Muhammad ibn Ali ibn in Ethiopia, Sheikh Muhammad Faroukous in Algeria, Sheikh Hassan al-Banna in Egypt. I mean, now the scholars they are in many different countries. Alhamdulillah. Our love for them is based upon what? Our respect for them is based upon what? It is based upon what they uphold from the religion. It is not based upon their names. It is not based upon the localities or geographic localities that they come from or their ethnic background. We love the scholars of the Sunnah because they are that, the scholars of the Sunnah, those who teach the people the religion, those who clarify for us the truth and falsehood. And you do not find any of the scholars telling the people or cultivating the people upon being connected to them without the truth. Rather this is from the ways of Ahl al Connecting the people to the shaykh because he is the shaykh. Not because the shaykh is teaching the truth. But he is the shaykh. Alhamdulillah our scholars have offered books. And there are many lectures where they are warning against this type of behavior. But we see unfortunately... Some people who ascribe to Allah Sunnah wa they connect the truth to the personality. They connect the truth to the number. They connect the truth to who's the most famous in the life. Whereas our scholars, they connect the truth to call Allah, call a Rasul, or call a Sahab. Abdullah bin Abbas radiyallahu anhumah, when it came to the issue of al-Hajj, al or Hajj al Abdullah bin Abbas was telling the people about the position of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That you can make the, you can make the Umrah come out of the state of Ihram and then assume another state of Ihram for the Hajj. So there were those who opposed Abdullah bin Abbas. So what did he say to them? Or about them? He said, Arahun. قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ وَيَقُولُونَ أَبُوْ وَعُمَرْ He said, I see that they are going to be destroyed. I say to them, the Prophet sallam said, and they say, أَبُوْ بَقَرْ وَعُمَرْ prohibited this. Another wording, Wallahi, مَا أَرَاكُمْ مُنْتَهِينَ حَتَّى يُعَذِّبَكُمُ اللَّهِ أُحَدِّثُكُمْ عن رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ عن أَبِي ibn Abbas he says I swear by Allah I do not see that you're going to stop until Allah punishes you I'm narrating to you on the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ and you're narrating to us on Abu Bakr and Umar إخوان و How great is the status of Abu Bakr and Umar However the truth is greater than them Is Abdullah bin Abbas disrespecting Abu Bakr and Umar? Not at all What, what Abdullah bin Abbas radiyallahu anhumma is speaking against Is putting people before the truth and the text The honor of Abu Bakr and Umar is preserved But it's possible that they can make a mistake With the truth and the text as for being infallible when it comes we to conveying the, the religion and there having positions the that the religion, religion, then this is only for the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Only the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is free from making errors in the religion and in the conveyance of the religion and in the positions that he has taken in the religion of Allah Jalla mentions and he doesn't speak from his desires, it is only revelation that is revealed to him. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi died and the religion was completed and perfected. There's no mistakes in the religion. And what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi conveyed from the religion. As for those after him, as individuals, it is possible that Abu Bakr radiAllahu anhu can make a mistake. Or Umar can make a mistake or the like. As in this case, Abdullah bin Abbas is saying, I'm telling you that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying such and such, but you're saying that Abu Bakr and Umar said. After the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa who has greater status amongst us than Abu Bakr and Umar? But still in this case, Abdullah bin Abbas did not agree with him. Rather he went with the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stated. And this is cultivation. Cultivation upon the text before the personalities. Our noble Shaykh and Father, Sheikh Rabir, Ta'ala, he has many, many statements regarding the importance of following the truth and holding on to the truth. And why do I mention the name of Sheikh Rabir? Because he is one of the greatest of our scholars in our time alive And due to the love and the respect that we as Ahlul Sunnah we have for him And this is not to say that there are no other scholars besides him Sure there are other scholars besides Shaykh Rabir Alhamdulillah He is one of the greatest of our ulama in this time He stated For La al والإكبار لشرق سياسي الكبيره أن اتباع الحق والإنصاف والعدل فإن الحق أحق أن يتبع والحجة لا يجوز إسقاطها من أجل هذا الرجل العظيم أو ذاك فمبدأ المسلم المنصف الطالب للحق دائما قُلْ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ صَادِقِينَ Our noble shaykh, our father, Shaykh Rabia, may Allah preserve him and preserve the other scholars of the sunnah wal Jama. jama'ah. And the one who is seeking the truth, being amazed and magnifying big person, personalities, does not take him away from following the truth. Again, and the one who is seeking the truth, being amazed and magnifying the big personalities, does not take him away from following the truth. It does not take him away from being from being fair and from being just. For indeed, the truth has more right to be followed. And it is not permissible to do away with the proof and evidence for the sake of this magnificent man or that magnificent man. The foundation of the just Muslim who is seeking the truth is always the statement of Allah, say, bring your, bring your proofs if you are truthful. Insha'Allah ta'ala, I'll stop at this point. Whatever is correct, the praise is from Allah, wa ta'ala alone. And whatever is incorrect, it is from myself and I ask Allah for his forgiveness. And I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives all of the people of the sunnah success be upon that which is correct to unite our hearts upon the truth and protect us from his biya, the traits and characteristics of his biya. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preserve and protect our scholars and unite their word and positions upon that which is pleasing to him. And we pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to truly be upon the fundamental principles of Ahl-Sunnah wa-Zimah and to die upon that.